What's up, Jake the Snake fans? It's uh, Fred Edison, and this is the Ocean Man Games Club. And we are... Well, it is 3.30 in the morning. Well, 2.30, depending on how you're looking at it. On Saturday, on the evening of my beloved Cornhuskers losing yet another game to fucking Minnesota. But uh, we're celebrating a week of feeling feeling fantastic. Had some, uh, I believe, allergy issues. Maybe illness. I don't know. Had had some snot issues. A lot of that, as you know, we got to enjoy on the last episode. But um, now we have moved on to the coughing phase. Well, we've moved actually beyond the coughing phase. We've now moved on to the next phase, which is dry papery palate phase wherein I instinctively and reflexively um, clear my throat and cough the tiny, tiny bits of remaining phlegm on the inside of my throat, just kind of around, just like a real lazy game of like pickleball up and down my throat until I get to the point that it hurts to swallow and then I will probably just chug water for two days while being pissed off and things will be back to normal. But in the meantime, you get to hear this. That's a Ricola clacking around in my teeth. Um, went with the Ricola originals, the Himalayan... Oh, the original Karautazuker. But the... Uh, like Himalayan herbs or whatever the fuck it is. Because when you're actually in there, right? Like the original one says, great taste and effective relief. But the other ones that aren't the original, like the good flavors, they all say good taste and soothing relief. And it's like, I, I it's, the fact that they draw that distinction makes me kind of feel like maybe the other ones aren't as effective and they're really just selling me expensive hard candy. But I don't know and I didn't really feel like taking the risk. And actually the Himalayan ones are... are I don't even know if it's Himalayan. Aren't the Himalayan... I don't know. It's got to be like Alpine, right? Fucking I don't know. Anyway, um, today we're talking about the 2001... Side side scrolling bullet hell shooter pro gear. Um played it on Capcom Arcade Stadium. It cost two dollars. Now if you're learning about if you're willing to listen to a podcast about the 2001 side scrolling bullet hell shooter pro gear, you probably uh are worried about the quality of the emulation. Well, can't speak to that because I never played the original Pro Gear. From what I saw when I read some stuff online, you know, putting in the time doing the research while taking shits for you, um, there's maybe a few extra frames of input delay, but the game costs $2, and frankly, if you, it is taking you 21 years to get around to to play in pro gear then i think you'll survive with the two extra frames of input lag um if you're going for that world record i guess now's probably too late or this isn't the version to do it in for the rest of us two dollars pretty pretty sick deal um 
whatever. Anyway, Cave, <coughs> there's cough number one. Um, Cave, they are the developer of games that I couldn't have told you originally. I just knew that they were a big-time shooter developer. So then I thought, well, I'm going to just pretend I know who Cave is, and nobody will know the difference. And then I thought that wasn't a great plan. So then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to act like I'm too cool to know what games Cave made. And then that'll be that'll be the plan. But then I got curious and I looked it up. And they made Don Pachi and Dodon Pachi. And Dodon Pachi do 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 joy some i didn't write it down but um they made death smiles too and some other stuff but they mostly do vertical shooters i guess death smiles now i say that is a horizontal shooter i don't know haven't played that one either but they uh they they worked with capcom to make make pro gear so it's a it is a good good game. There you go. You know for a fact it's a good game just by who made it pretty much. But it is a kind of uh it is a steampunk kind of World War Two biplane shooter situation. I didn't pay attention to the fucking story. It does kind of do the weird thing that I've seen in some Japanese stuff, which is like this kind of like weird steampunky version of World War Two, where clearly the bad guys are kind of intended to be like you know Nazis, but at the same time, the main characters are clearly like supposed to be Japanese, and they're like on the Allied side, and then like on top of it, the people doing the fighting and flying the ships are in. Uh, pro gear, they're children, which is a weird, weird detail to, to need when you're playing a horizontal shooter where it's, you know, an airplane, whatever. I don't know, but that's like, it seems like, a, is it Valkyria Chronicles or some shit that, that Sega, like, strategy game where you did the shooting i don't know i never played it but isn't that the same thing like kind of pseudo world war ii but like the japanese people um in the story are allied members lots to unpack there kind of weird to think about and then if they're if they're kids in that game too that's like a bit much like is that just like a weird like infantilizing the people who made bad decisions in the past because that makes it more like forgivable i don't know not a lot i don't know what i want to think about that so i'm just gonna not um the other thing interesting about the game is that because it is like airplanes and and tanks and shit that you're shooting um you know, normally in a horizontal shooter, the camera is kind of, you know, right off to the side, running parallel to the ground or whatever, like Mario. And in this, the backgrounds, the way they're drawn, so that it allows for, like, tanks to not just be located at the bottom of the screen, is that the, the camera angle is, like, if, if normally the camera angle is making, like, a 90-degree 
I go with the ground in a horizontal shooter. This one's making like 135. And I guess your your airplane is just constantly banking to the left because when it's banking, because it's lined up with the camera, but the camera's facing the ground. It's not a huge thing, but like playing the game, you know, kind of kind of drunk and it got a little weird and confusing, got like vertigo looking at it. That That's true. Um, so that's just a weird thing I noticed. One thing that I was thinking about too, while I was thinking about Pro Gear, because, you know, I'm just going to be honest, Pro Gear is not that remarkable. Maybe there's something cool I wasn't missing because I didn't do the research for it. But when I played the game, it just kind of, you know, it was fun. And, and the, the enemy patterns were great, but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't an experience like Radiant Silver Gun where I was just overwhelmed with how good Radiant Silver Gun was. But anyway, while I was thinking about, uh, Pro Gear because I was finding Pro Gear kind of boring, I, I thought about the Matrix a little bit. And I want to share this with you because I think that, you know, I have a good point here. Maybe I missed something. But it's my understanding that the basic premise of the Matrix is that, you know, there is, in the future, there's a war between machines and people. And in, over the course of this war, the machines are powered by sunlight, uh, you know, solar power. And the humans decide that they've had enough of this robot war, um, probably because we have to make it, you know, distinct from Terminator. And they, have this, they decide to blacken the sky. By I uh, pollute I get I don't know smoking a bunch of cigars or something but whatever anyway they're, they're the sky is dark so that the the um, robots can't can't have power but oopsies the robots thought of this one and they decided instead to enslave people turn them into human batteries and then uh they're gonna they then they put those the consciousness of those people inside a utopia right that, that's the idea they keep them happy enough to i guess continue to be batteries which number one if you can already keep people in these pods and enslave them i don't i don't know if you're a robot why you would one know or care that you need to like take care of these people's consciousness is it is the idea that they that they would just die because they'd be so sad if they're just stuck in their like goop I don't know. So that's number one. Number two is that the is their whole food economy is upside down. It doesn't make any sense to me because we're led to believe through the scene where there's like that baby in the incubator and then like the black shits come in, the, like black goop gooses in that they're, they, they take the bodies of the dead people and like soil and green feed them, feed them to the living. But, you know, I don't, I don't know how much you all eat, but personally, I eat more than my weight over the course of a year. So that is a problem because I don't think that you you have enough dead people. And then in the Matrix, because they're in the 90s, there aren't like genocides going on. So we're not dumping people out of the Matrix at like an astounding rate to try to feed people. 
like if it were like during the Holocaust or something like that, where there's millions of people dying, that would make more sense. It's just a perpetual like state of genocide. That would make sense. But they park it in the 90s where there weren't at least, I mean, I'm sure there were instances of genocide that someone's going to point the finger and like scream at me about. But the point is, is it wasn't widespread like other times in history. So that's a weird point to do it. So then you're assuming that you're going to have to, and even if you did, you would have to assume, you'd have to look at a birth rate that would be so staggering. Now, you can assume that, okay, maybe ladies are pregnant in the matrix or outside of the matrix and don't know that they're pregnant in the matrix, but you would assume that that would have enough physical, it would take enough of a physical toll that maybe that, that would some kind of somehow fuck up the interface with the matrix is we do know that your physical body from other scenes like getting beat up while jacked in the matrix can affect your body in the matrix so you would assume that if you're pregnant outside of the matrix then on top of that are they taking people out of the goop to harvest their jizz like is that i mean i guess you could assume that like that's alien abductions or whatever in 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 our world is that like actually you pull out of the matrix so they can they can vacuum up your jizz to make other people to eat in the matrix but the the food is an issue so then you have to assume that if you're if you're using your resources effectively that you are going to have to you're not going to have other livestock to keep the people livestock alive for your batteries so you would assume that what you would probably have to do is grow plants, but you need solar energy because your robots that only run on solar energy, so that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Not to mention, we're supposed to believe that these aliens, or not aliens, they're robots, it'd be cooler if they were aliens, but we're supposed to believe that the robots, when they needed sunlight, it was easier to win the war against the perpetual war against people enslave them all create people tanks create a food structure to feed them and then create a computer program that you have to take multiple revisions because they do discuss that that there are versions of the matrix that are like a utopia and then one that's like a living hell or whatever so they had to work on all that too which i think that's fucking crazy too they're like yeah you know what would be better than just like parking it in the 90s why don't we do living hell world that makes sense because people don't want a utopia right but we're also so we're so pragmatic and autistic or whatever the fuck as robots that we can't even think about the feelings of the people at all but we also can think about the fact that we can do the opposite of a utopia which is hell but we can't think that the 90s would be a good way to go or any other time where there wasn't like crazy genocide because we don't have to cover up our upside down food economy now on top of that i'm supposed to believe all this and that they, it was much easier for the robots to do all this. And it was much more resource intent, or, uh, effective to do all this than just build a fucking tower all the way up to the atmosphere. Which we saw the giant towers at the end of the third one. They have giant towers because that's where Neo dies or comes back to life or whatever the fuck. Didn't watch the fourth one. So I, you know what? Anything that happens in the fourth one or retcon all this, pretend that shit didn't happen. I watched about 10 minutes of that shit and I got to the part where he was like talking to a therapist or something. 
And it was just, it was too fucking dumb. I couldn't do it. So, but anyway, yeah, more dumb than this. Let me be clear. Wow. But anyway, there's no tower. They can't build a tower to put solar panels onto. They can't build a an airplane to fly up above the clouds. I've been on an airplane. You get above the clouds. I've actually flown an airplane in a, in a storm before. I bet other people have too. And you can fly up high enough that sometimes that, that thunderstorm's gone. So they couldn't they couldn't build an airplane that could get to the top the edge of the atmosphere. We have those. They couldn't build a spaceship. Okay, so sure. Maybe they didn't have the airplanes. <coughs> That's number two. They did have the airplanes that could touch the, the edge of the atmosphere when the Matrix was made. So we're trying to tell me that the robots, instead of doing all this, they couldn't have just made some airplanes to shoot up into the edge of the atmosphere, collect some solar power, and then go back down. And, and then we're, all oh, okay, you can say, well, that's not very power effective. But then you're going to turn around and tell me that keeping the world's population alive to get the small amount of bio bioelectric energy that comes off of your body to power robots. That I, again, and then on top of that, what is the purpose of the robots to exist? Because are they, are they, they're terraforming the world, right? But they don't seem to exist other than to kill people, which doesn't make any sense. Why are they reproducing? Because we already learned that they're so pragmatic that they, they're like, well, if people don't like the utopia, we got to do the exact opposite. We couldn't possibly just look through history to see when people were thriving. That would be too fucking hard. Not to mention if you are building a utopia and you don't want to have the people get in or out. Don't put it in the fucking 90s with the phone. And they say they had to pull people out because some people rejected it. You could do that with aliens at any time. You could, I mean, maybe don't do the phone time. Maybe do like when people were like a pastoral time. Where people are, are you know herding goats and stuff and not having a war because basically look it's if it's highlander you want to bring it to the part of highlander that's like the boring part you know i don't know it's me eating my recall off <laughs> 